I kind of want to talk about this this cryptocurrency that's been kind of making waves um, recently on the um, just on the the stock market. A lot of people's portfolios. It's Ethereum. Ethereum and Bitcoin just recently had this massive, massive spike. There's been rumors that Ethereum 2.0 would be coming out in 2022, and you know, we don't know too much of the technical aspects of Ethereum, but we have been using some of the um, applications of Ethereum, specifically NFTs. We've been kind of uh, very fascinated with the topic of NFTs. We've been kind of interested in the buyer and reseller market of NFTs. And I've personally been very interested in the concept of staking. I don't know too much about leveraging, but just the DeFi application of staking Ethereum is very fascinating to me. I own Ethereum, mm-hmm. and I thought we'd just spend some time to kind of talk about it. Um, now, you've set up an Ethereum OpenSea account. Mm-hmm. And I'm showing um, that website right now. You mentioned that you were... Uh, you're muted there. But but you mentioned that you were um, kind of stopped from creating the account because of... They gas. call it so gas. Gas fees. About, yeah, gas fees. So first off, Tell, tell, tell the people what OpenSea is, tell people what an NFT is, and what your experience is in creating an OpenSea account to try to sell some digital artwork. So, uh, well, starting off uh, for what is an NFT, that's something that's still, you know, I'm not a professional in this at all, but that's something that still is confusing to me. It's, it stands for non-fungible, non-fungible token. Yeah, non-fungible token. Uh, I don't know if you have the definition exactly up right now to read off of. Um, but like, it's essentially like a digital, according to a lot of people, it's a digital asset, right? That can be utilized, sold for various purposes. I think, I think that's the general definition of it for normal people. Um, my whole thing with those things is why, (laughs) why, why would you, I'm looking here. I, and for those people watching, I have a picture up of OpenSea's homepage. This guy named uh, this guy named Joey Camis or Camis has a shoe up, a digital shoe going in 360. You can also open it up um, and go to OpenSea's website. You'll see the same thing. Um, and it's a digital shoe floating in space in 360, so it just keeps rotating. And he's put it up for sale, right? He's charging Ethereum for it. The highest offer for it currently is going for 0.6 Ethereum which is $2,281.32 worth of Ethereum for a digital shoe. Why? He says the collector will receive exclusive access to the 3D file, an OBJ, high-resolution digital renderings of Moonstompers, what he calls the shoe, original GIF and MP4 of the turnable animation rendering. People are bidding on this, and you can see it if you're watching. You can see what I'm looking at here. I don't understand why you would want to purchase a digital asset at all, even if you want to resell it. Like, what? what's the... Why was this made? I would love to know the whole story behind this whole, like, subject matter of NFTs. Um, but before you continue in, also for gas fees, gas fees essentially like, um, kind of like tax in a way, right? It's not really tax, but it's kind of, you can think of it like tax. When you purchase something, a lot of time you got to pay a little extra based on a percentage um, for to buy the thing, sales tax. Um, so gas fees, 
Uh, it costs a certain amount of Ethereum gas to buy an object or buy one of these things. Um, and so that's for gas right there. So it's just an interesting thing for me. So what do you think about this whole craze? Yeah, it's also very interesting to me, you know, um, as an investor of cryptocurrency, as an investor of Ethereum, the whole ETH 2.0 launch, um, you know, transitioning from a proof of work network architecture to a proof of stake network architecture. Mm -hmm. If you guys want to know the ins and outs of what that exactly means, I'd, I'd recommend Googling it. It's kind of really, really difficult to explain in a short period of time. But basically, it's a an event that a lot of people that own Ethereum have been waiting for. And that's expected to launch in 2022. So it could it could potentially rise the, the um, value of Ethereum by an exponential amount. Hmm. Now, personally, I'm really interested in NFTs. Obviously, it's something that has caught my interest. Um, but one specific thing that I'm interested in is this thing called staking. And if you don't know exactly what staking is, it's basically the process of locking up an amount of Ethereum, the native cryptocurrency of the Ethereum blockchain for a specified period of time in order to contribute to the security of the blockchain and then you earn network rewards. So it's almost, if you've ever been investing, you've ever invested money into a traditional stock, it's almost, think of it like getting interest or dividends on a stock that you hold. So if you hold a stock that pays out a dividend, if you hold a realty stock, typically they'll pay monthly, right? Some stocks will pay three time, uh, once every every three months. Some will pay um, once every six months. Some will pay once a year. But let's say you hold a, a stock that pays monthly dividends. Well, if you hold it for a month, you get rewarded and you get a dividend. Same thing like staking. So the thing is, is that a lot of people trade cryptocurrencies on Robinhood just because of its ease of use. And they don't have that feature on Robinhood yet. The Robinhood founder has been saying that this feature is soon to come and that Robinhood wallets just released on Robinhood. There's currently a long wait list. I'm like at spot 248,000. Mm -hmm. But once Robinhood wallets has been fully phased in and everybody that wants to get a Robinhood wallets account can have one for their cryptocurrencies then staking will start to to launch now with staking you need like 34 ethereum to stake but there's something called a staking pool that you can join and gain interest on your eth that you have that you have if you buy any type of cryptocurrency through um what is called coinbase which is a um basically like uh, an exchange where you buy and sell cryptocurrencies you can stake on that exchange and it's just been such a fascinating concept to me because man if you have like three or four eth you could be making like obviously the rates change and as ethereum goes up you get more money but you can be making like 30 40 50 dollars 55 dollars for holding three ethereum um 55 dollars a month think about how much that is when you compare it to dividends that pay out for real estate companies that's a lot of money, man. That could really quickly add up. And as Ethereum's price goes up, the money that you'll be making from staking goes up as well. So it's just such an attractive, um, interesting element of Ethereum. And 
Yeah, man, this this NFT craze has just been uh, going crazy. It's been really interesting to, to watch this develop. It's a new, a new technology, relatively new technology that's kind of been emergent. And um, since you know me, me and my friend here love technology, it's just been kind of interesting watching it. We wanted to talk on it a little bit, you know. Um, yeah, that was just basically my overall, you know, thoughts on Ethereum. I kind of want to just lightly touch on the subject. It's something that I'm incredibly interested in, and um, I just want to put my two cents in there. What do you think? Yeah, it's it's incredibly interesting to me. I wish I could understand it better, right? Um, and I wish I wish someone was out there. I'm sure someone is that could explain. Like I'm on Ethereum's website here, and they have a whole document like a whole bunch of documents, their docs tab that tells you everything, all the definitions of everything related to Ethereum. They have gas, nodes, clients, networks, consensus, mechanisms, uh, intro, web two, web three, all this stuff, right? Um, heck, even when I was typing in um, staking, proof of stake, like when you said it, they were like, we recommend you look at trans, you look at the document for transactions and something else first. Like there's so much baked into this um that it's hard for me to like understand because everything i read is just way beyond anything that i understand still uh, i wish someone would break it down more so i can and anybody could just be like oh this is what that means because there's a lot into all of this and i'm hearing this is like a final thing um i'm hearing a lot of talk about something about metaverse and all that stuff facebook isn't doing something with it a bunch of coming upcoming cryptos are doing stuff with it nfts related to metaverse something like i don't even know what that means like where that came from but that'll probably be another show um there's a lot to all of this and i wish i could understand it more yeah and to add on to that you know you see a lot of banks uh there's just aside from the just the technical aspects of cryptocurrencies there's a lot of just regulatory aspects of cryptocurrencies um, regulators trying to find a way to regulate this if they're going to green light it. There's also the element of you know all these traditional banking institutions starting to adopt these um, cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. Um, you know a lot of people are saying comparing Bitcoin to gold and how it's just this very um, reliable means of uh, storing assets and um, the value doesn't fluctuate crazily. At least with Bitcoin, obviously you'll see it. It's in this introduction. It's in this introductory introduction phase, so you'll see these this volatility. But all in all, it's a man. It's a pretty solid um, asset, you know, asset class. And like you mentioned, you know, I would love to get more int uh, information on this. But yeah, that kind of you know concludes what we think and our thoughts are on Ethereum. The new Ethereum 2.0 that's going to be recently uh, launching here in 2022, as well as this new NFT craze that's going on in the market.